for me, it's you get enough data into the offer. So within, it, we spun stuff up and we tested it. It just wasn't working, but I wasn't willing to kill it because I was excited about it. And I think at the end of the day, I wasn't thinking about the money. I was thinking about just doing, you know, doing it. And um, but I, you know, for me, I guess decision maker. If I'm going to kill an offer, it's more so. I don't want to just throw it out one time and then just say it didn't work and quit, which a lot of people do, right? So we're going to test, run up, run through our kind of testing protocol with headlines and hooks and angles, and we tested a bunch of it. But I would, you know, if you've tested five or six things into a marketplace and it just isn't working, I'd probably, you know, something's obviously off. You're listening to the Rich Ad Poor Ad podcast, where we break down the financial principles that rich advertisers are deploying today to turn advertising into profit and get tons of traffic to their websites without killing their cash. These advertisers, agencies, affiliates, brands are responsible for managing over a billion dollars a year in ad spend. You'll hear about what's working for them today, their rich ads, and we'll roast their epic failures and crappy ads on the internet with poor ads. Let's get into it. All right, everybody, we're back in action with another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. we got your host, Mr. Zach Johnson and Dylan Carpenter in the house. What's good, Zach? You ready for this one, man? Yeah, man. Today's guest has uh, made it out alive and is on the back end of the agency business. It is, uh, it'll be really interesting to hear what he's up to. Gosh, I don't even know how long uh, he was rocking the, the agency game, but... Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a difficult business to break free from. So it'll be it'll be a celebration, uh, <laughs> uh, but also be cool to, to dive in and see um, what he's up to next. Oh yeah, and even more recently, he launched an email you know media company that went from zero to one sixty seven k within six months during a pandemic. So I mean, they call him the doctor of marketing, the king of conversions. You know, he's got that name for a reason. So Nate Kennedy, <laughs> what's good, man? What's up? Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. <laughs> Excited to chat. Heck yeah. So yeah, give everybody an idea of kind of what you're getting into these days. So everybody has some kind of context. Yeah. So for me, it's, you know, one thing we've done a lot of over the years is funnels and traffic, traffic and conversion, right? And I think way back in the day when I was, I was one of the original War Room members back with the um, digital marketer guys. And I just dove in, man, traffic and funnels, started doing a bunch of stuff there. And, and we... It had an agency through that time, but nowadays, man, like Zach said, we, we are on the tail end of that. We've gotten out of it and really been focused on owning our media and in creating brands online, creating newsletters online and ways to drive traffic for other people, you know, basically finding pockets of audiences of that are super passionate about specific topics and then providing them with opportunities to buy things they love. That's been working great. Heck yeah. And Click Movement, that's kind of one of your newer projects, right? It is. Click Movement's the, the newest project we have that we launched. That's the one uh, we launched, decided in April to do it, launched it in May. Uh, we had nothing, just signed up with an email autoresponder, had no website, put it online, and just started buying traffic. And we started growing this, you know, some people may say email is dead, but I think it's we've proven that it's not, and there's a lot of people that are proven that it's not. But it's it's got to be the the easiest business I've been involved in over the years, and you know, it's grow your list, provide them with opportunities. So we launched it in 
in May, made decision April, launched in May. And last month in October, we hit 167,000 and change in revenue. And it was, it's just been kind of head down and pushing and pushing and pushing. And every month we just keep hitting new numbers and looking to grow it to now that we hit that number, our next, our next goal is 200 K, which I think we'll hit December and then kind of a long-term goal. Well, not long-term, another year, long-term in marketing world, digital marketing <laughs> world. So in uh, the end of 2021, our goal is to be at 500,000 a month in revenue. And then, you know, ultimately get it up to a million a month. So, and it's, it's one of those businesses, man, that's just so, uh, I think the reason it's so easy to scale is because of simplicity, right? It, you take out, um, you strip out all the complexities that go into marketing businesses and companies and, and you mm -hmm. boil down to what good marketing it is, creating offers that people want. So mm -hmm. that's awesome, man. Congrats. It's so much more scalable than like the get a client, hire a team member, fire, lose a client, <laughs> fire a team member. Yeah. Uh, we, we did so, that for many, many years. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, um, I love it. That's awesome. Heck yeah. Well, let's get to the nitty gritty y'all. So Nate, as you're aware, rich ad, poor ad, we dive into what's working, what's not working. So, I mean, what's working good for you right now? What's your rich ad here? So, you know, my, my rich ad, I guess my rich, rich process is then my new, but many people's old one-step funnel. Um, so I just started using this one-step funnel and it's been working amazing. It's eliminated all the barriers. It's eliminated the ability to get into market, uh, the, the complexities of getting into a new market. And we leverage email, we leverage paid traffic with it, and it's simply running to polls, right? So we run poll traffic to very passionate crowds, letting them vote. And then we put them onto a dedicated list of that type of product or, you know, of that industry and of that niche. And we run a newsletter to them. I mean, the, the process in itself, it's, it's super simple. It's worked. It's so much easier to just put a poll up, test the messaging and have it done in a, you know, an hour, as opposed to where a lot of people are, you know, complicated funnels. And, and I, and I, you know, I, I'm guilty because I've done plenty of complicated funnels. I think I launched a company called Funnel Architects back in 2011. <laughs> and uh, so we've done all the complicated stuff. And it was one of those where, you know, you, when you're trying to get a, a low ticket offer created, and I'm sure you guys have seen plenty of those, it takes a lot of time, energy. You got to have a great copywriter. You got to have the right offer. You got to have the right audience. You got to have the upsells and downsells. You got to be willing to lose money on the front to make money on the back. Like all this stuff that just these decisions that go into it, right? And even a coaching offer might just not hit the, you know, we'll talk about bad offers. I've had plenty of bad offers over the years. So, but you know what I mean? It's just, it eliminates all that confusion and all that, all that decision-making, all that complicated tech and it's a squeeze page with a, you know, simple. So nothing, I, you know, I don't think I, we're breaking the internet here with, you know, groundbreaking information. But one thing I've learned over the years is, when people stop doing something in the marketing space and because they're on to the new shiny object, that's always a great opportunity to go back and focus on the stuff they've all forgotten about already. So how does the, how does the model work, right? Like if I'm an agency and I'm thinking about, you know, making a jump out, right. And I don't want to do another retainer client situation. Mm -hmm. You pay for the ads, right? You're, you're doing the, your, your own Facebook ads. You're, you've got a cost per email target. And then, mm -hmm. 
are you selling the leads as they opt in or are you just making money on the newsletter promotions or, or both? Like how do you really break down the unit economics of the business? Yeah. So starting out, what we do is we basically start with CPA offers, right? Mm -hmm. People are paying us per sale or per lead. And so we're generating and growing the list, running the newsletter. And then when we, so we generate the revenue in that manner first. And then what happens when our list is big enough and the subscriber base is big enough, we go to these other advertisers and say, Hey, we will send an email for you for X. Mm -hmm. Right. So we got lists that sell, you know, uh, on a daily, not a daily basis. We sell anywhere for like 13 to 15 dedicated emails a month. And we don't do it as a, we don't sell every day, but because we want to, you got to also provide value. You can't just sell, yeah. sell, sell, right? Okay. And so we we sell 13 to 15, ends up usually falling closer to 13 every month. And some of our lists, they recharge 12.54. Some of them we charge 3,000 a drop for. So for those dedicated, it's now it's up. At the end of the day, that side is still performance marketing. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, the, the, obviously the advertiser has to get a result. And if they get the result, they keep buying and buying and buying. So it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, which is a lot nicer than, a lot, lot different than the agency world, right? Right. Um, right? So it's, you know, pressing send versus building a funnel, two different worlds. So, um, yeah, and that's, and so we now, what we do is we generate revenue, obviously, on those dedicated. We generate revenue on the newsletters through CPA offers. We also have a ton of site traffic. So we use push notifications over there now. So it's evolved. Uh, you know, we generate revenue on push notifications. We do other polls and push people around at different newsletters. So there's like a couple of different pieces. There's uh, some cool tools out there that allow you to create your own ad server. So we put that on our sites and it kind of pops up different different ads and rotates ads. So it's, you know, we're not, it's only this, it's almost like an internal Google AdSense, right? The way that we can set it up so we can have maximize what we're doing on viewer, you know, impressions and everything with different affiliate offers. What kind of people are you getting with the different polls? So I'm kind of curious, like what, what are the polls as an example kind of, you know, just to... uh, you know, a simple one, man, is, is the, obviously in marketing, everything dials down to demographics, right? Certain demographics buy certain things. So, with us, one of our main polls, which has been really solid, is is more in the conservative space. So conservative media. Now, it's interesting. We bring them in on a political topic on a poll, but we don't promote any political offers. So we just know that that audience, and then we've got advertisers that have offers. So for example, some of the people we offers we, we show are Stansberry Research offers. Uh, three publish or uh, three founders publishing some of those different uh, companies that are out there, and what happens is, so they're buying financial offers, they're buying health offers, and things of that nature on the back end. That fit, you know the people are already gone through the, you know they got the massive teams of people to to create these funnels and systems and and whatnot, and they just need more traffic. Oh man, prime yeah, prime time with the elections and stuff. I imagine too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, man, it's uh, it has been it has been interesting. Are y'all running those on Facebook too to get those leads essentially? Yeah, we buy a lot of media. Just since we're in email, we buy a lot of email from people. Like we go out to other companies and buy emails from them. But we also do have Facebook, and Facebook leads tend to be a little bit more. They, they tend the interesting part about Facebook is the leads are cheaper than if we go by email, but the open rates and conversion rates on the back end are way less. Mm. So it's kind of kind of interesting, you know. Just I think people are so busy just clicking and moving and opting into everything on Facebook. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, 
Oh yeah. So I, I, out of curiosity, were you getting flagged for political ads since you kind of took that angle out of the gate, but didn't kind of focus on it, you know, in the back inside of things? No, we had uh, cause you just do the special category, just falls under a special category. Hell yeah. So yeah, I, anything so it reduces that, your targeting options. You know what I mean? But yeah, anything this year that had to do a little bit political got a really, really nerve wracking <laughs> for a lot of people. It's interesting to see how it all kind of pans out there. Yeah, yeah, it is. But uh, pretty, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Heck yeah, man! Shoot, that's a one-step funnel process. Learn something new every day. So, you know, we love to see what's working and, of course, what's not working. You mentioned some offers that definitely not work. So, I mean, what's your pour out of this, you know, scenario? Oh, man, I'll never – there's a couple of them. <laughs> um, you know, if you don't have offers that bomb, you haven't made enough offers, right? <laughs> so, you know what? In 2019, we were working on – I put a bunch of – time, energy, and money into a fitness offer. Uh, spot the domain, militaryfit.com. Still own it, but we, you know, we tried supplement offers over there. We tried fitness offers. We tried membership offers. And I mean, it's it ended up just being a complete, it was kind of, we're like, all right, we're going to start owning all of our brands is when we started making that move. And this was the first one we did. And it started as kind of a passion project because I went out to flew out to San Diego like five years ago and got my butt kicked by a bunch of Navy SEALs for like this 24-hour thing. And I was like, oh, you know what? I need to go create something around that now. So, uh, and I did all that. And then when I came back and I started launch, took forever to launch it, invested in it. The supplement offer bombed, put a bunch of money into that, bought the supplements and everything. And then we had a, we're like, all right, well, that didn't work. Let's try clothing. Clothing bombed. We, you know, we were like, let's do shirts, do passionate crowds. Did not work. Then we were like, all right, well, let's try. Let's take that. We got all this membership content. Let's, we created all these products. Let's create a sales letter and sell it. Nothing. And, and what uh, did you like accept failure here that when you say it didn't work, right? Like, I, I think that yeah. when you, like, how long do you kind of run at that? Because this is every agency's dream, right? I've seen, um, a lot of agencies, you know, try to spin up their own offers, mm -hmm. right? Like the grass is greener on the other side. They're robbing pay Peter to pay Paul <laughs> to fund to fund their other offers. And um, you know, like, what point do you say, all right, this isn't working? Like, like let's move on. Yeah, I mean, uh, way sooner than I did. So it was, I, you know, for me, it's do you get enough data into the offer? So within it we spun stuff up and we tested it. It just wasn't working, but I wasn't willing to kill it because I was excited about it. Mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day, I wasn't thinking about the money. I was thinking about just doing, you know, doing it. And, um, mm -hmm. but I, you know, for me, I guess decision maker, if I'm going to kill an offer, it's more so I don't want to just throw it out one time and then just say it didn't work and quit, which a lot of people do. Right. So we're going to test, run up, run through our kind of testing protocol with headlines and hooks and angles. And we tested a bunch of it, but I would, you know, if you've tested five or six things into a marketplace and it just isn't working, I'd probably, you know, something's obviously off. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'd probably kill it after that. This one, I did not. I just kept going, yeah. going. <laughs> so, uh, so maybe that's why it's the bad ad, right? Cause I wasn't, <laughs> willing, I wasn't willing to accept that I was losing. But uh, yeah, and interesting enough, one thing I didn't do in that business that I did in, so the very next offer we rolled out was I went and hired a 
I just hired a copywriter and said, all right, I'm going to go invest a bunch of money on a copy. And, and that thing is produced consistently for us ever since too. Hmm. So that has one, one, one kind of thing out there is if you do get into the, the, those offer sides of it, just hire the right people, you know, what'd Some you people, throw down? What'd you throw down for the, uh, for the copywriter? Uh, 15, 15 grand. So, yeah. And that got you what? A sales letter. Nothing else. A sales letter. What? <laughs> 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 a sales letter. <laughs> but it's yeah, produced. Okay. So, yeah. you know, and, and I really, I kind of got the buddy deal out of it and the, uh, on the, on the pricing of it, because the guy has charged upwards like points and fees and, right. and, and whatnot. But, uh, you know, over the years I've developed some good friends over the, in the industry and my buddy was like, Hey, I invested a bunch of money to have all this copy done. I got no projects. Can I just, you want to just buy one of them from me? And so it yeah, kind of yeah. worked out, you know? Oh, yeah. Dude, how is that process? Was that like painful? I feel like just working with copywriters, uh, they're, they're uh, interesting animals. You know what I mean? Like you have to like re-explain everything to them. Like, like it takes them a while to get up to speed on the product that you're trying to sell and do market research. I mean, I've spent long hours and evenings like educating some very talented writers and like they're very difficult on timelines. <laughs> so it's just like well, they got uh, they got to feel creative to be able to get it done. And uh, that may not happen for three months. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> may not so, happen ever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean it, it's it, this one. I've I've paid copywriters over the years. Like I've, it's always kind of just been one of my things. I've tried, and ironically, the one that tanked was the one I refused to hire a copywriter for and did it myself. But uh, you know, I think what it comes down to is I've hired different ones. There's been some that are easier to work with some that aren't some have intake processes, but it's really hit or miss because everyone thinks like, because you hire a copywriter, it's going to be a winner. And, uh, it's not, you know, it takes testing. This one here, this guy that I hired happened to be very in tune to uh, the niche, the real estate investor niche already. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's written a ton of copy in it. And so basically what I did is I sent him basically a bullet point of what the offer is, big benefits. And then he wrote the entire letter. Damn. Mm -hmm. So, and it came out, it came out well. And it's, it's, like I said, it's, it produces every day for us now. So it's, it's, but we didn't, interesting enough, I took it from, he wrote it as it being a low ticket offer. And then I just mm -hmm. realized like, I just don't want to sell low ticket offers. And right. uh, so I turned it into an application that feeds to a phone call. And it, every day we get applications that come in. So, you know, it's kind of different too. Man. Interesting. Yeah, it took you took a whole like low ticket sales page <laughs> instead of add to cart. It's apply. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. Cool, man. Nothing crazy, but you know, it's it's a thing I always come back to. Old is new. That's a killer domain too. Military fit. You would think, you know, that would be a solid one too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might come down to congruency because I was never in the military, and the guy I hired was never in the military. So I think like our own mental blocks got in our own way. You know, kind of, we weren't willing to go all in on some of the pieces because we just didn't feel like, all right, well, we weren't in the military. So. This episode is brought to you by Funnel Dash's ad card, the only charge card exclusively for your digital ad spend in partnership with MasterCard. And if you are an aggressive affiliate dealing with dozens of ad accounts, or you are in gray hat or black hat verticals, such as drop shipping, CBD, or other verticals where you're dealing with ad accounts getting shut down, 
business managers getting shut down or even de-platform from platforms like Facebook and Google, then you absolutely need to check out Funnel Dash's ad card. We give you unlimited free virtual debit and credit cards. So you can have a dedicated card for every single ad account campaign. And you can attach any name and address in the US so you have complete anonymity on the card and at the card level. Plus, one of my favorite features is that you don't have to pre-fund or even top off like most typical virtual card solutions today. So if this is you and you're operating these verticals, whether you're an agency or an advertiser, then check out AdCard at FunnelDash.com. Well, Zach, it's time, man. Favorite piece of the segment. So, Uh Nate, as you're aware, this is is where the big 180 is now. But, you know, of course, with the name of the podcast, we love to find the crossroads of marketing and the finance side of things. So based off your expertise and kind of experience, what are some kind of financial fundamentals you live by, some tips out there you can kind of give based off your experience? Oh, um, financial advice or you mean ad buying advice? Um, Shoot, it could be either. We've had guys talk about personal stuff, real estate investing, scaling ads, cash flow. It's super open ended, but we definitely want to make sure it's what, what you're, you, you know about. <laughs> uh, spend it. So uh, I would say definitely go with ad card. And then, uh, so, uh, you know, That's great. Then, <laughs> so I think. Uh, I mean, man, I I wasn't prepped for this question. Let me give me a second to think here. (laughs) So I think if you're looking at on financial in regards to marketing, I think the biggest thing and misconception that people have is they feel they need to break even on day one. And I think you, it's a very tough thing to do if you're in the internet marketing, info marketing space, which is where I've spent so many of my years that there's a way to do that if you have to be willing to invest up front knowing you're going to make it out in over 30 60 90 days and i think really understanding your metrics and numbers on the financial side that way allows you to generate more revenue what happens is so many people get scared spending money on media because they do want to they're like oh well i spent if someone's new and they're like, I spent 10 grand this month and I only made five. All right, well, how many leads do you have? What's your backend offer? What are you doing? Uh, and if you're scared about that, then you know, work on setting up. Banks will give you, AdCard will give you a credit line potentially where you can actually have 30, 60, 90 days to pay that money back, right? So I think for that, I think if people really understand their numbers and they can invest properly in media. For me, I've always been a guy that I've been I've done a bunch of real estate over the years, but I've always just reinvested my money back into new businesses because it's tangible. It's something I can see. It's something I can see the ROI on. Um, assets are great too, and real estate's great assets, but like I always really, you know, I like investing back into my business, which I think sometimes people you can invest back into your business and then grow it faster than a lot of people just don't. They just, it's, it's every month, mm-hmm. you know, they get in this hamster wheel and it's like, all right, well, I made this much. I took this much. I made this much. I took this much, you know, mm-hmm. and they don't reinvest to grow that, that nut, you know, and keep growing it up. So, uh, I guess that's more of the media side on the marketing side. Yeah. 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 No, it's awesome. Right. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, yeah, I think in terms of, you know, reinvesting back into the business, there's definitely some, I'm a firm believer in that. Like I just invest heavily back into the business. I mean, just look, 
like Ed Cartman Capital is just like uh, raped and pillaged me for for everything. But I think like it's just uh, it's gonna you know be amazing and like it's it's an opportunity for us to level up from you know, selling like agency software or like, you know, dashboard software from our roots and um, level up from, you know, agency services. And hopefully, you know, you're leveling up the offer and every offer you're, you're, you're investing back in the business is going to give you more and more scale. Um, and some of them are going to bomb, right? Like, That's true. So, some of them are going to bomb. And uh, yeah, I love that. Well, that's cool, yeah. man. So tell everybody... How, uh, how we can support you and uh, how everybody can get in touch. Yeah, I would say just uh, easiest way to reach me because I always have a bunch of different websites out there. So I got one hub at natekennedy.com. That one is consistent and will always be online. Uh, yeah, so natekennedy.com. And then really mainly my handles on social media are natekennedymd, as in marketing doctor. So natekennedymd. And you can hit me on Instagram and, you know, message me over there try and stay active and um, you know, happy to, I, I love getting into conversations about marketing. I've been doing it for so long. It's what I do. Mm. So feel free to message me your most burning question on marketing. And if I know it, I'll answer it. If I don't know it, I'll act like I know it. <laughs> so <laughs> nah, just kidding. Just kidding. That's awesome. But that's uh, awesome. yeah, that's the easiest way. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You've been an amazing guest on the podcast. Thank you. Appreciate you. so much for listening to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. If you're like me and listen to podcasts on the go, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and richadpoorad.com slash podcast. And if you absolutely love the show, go ahead and leave a review and a comment, share with a friend. If you do, take a copy, screenshot of it, email me, zach at funnel-com, show me you left a review, and I'll give you a free copy of the Rich Ad Poor Ad book. To learn more about the book, go to richadpoorad.com. To leave a review, go to richadpored.com slash review. Thanks again.